Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. All right, guys, we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in, for being here, uh, for being a part of Solutions from the Huddle. My name is Titus Bartolotta. I get to be your host. And the truth is you've got like, I don't know, maybe a million other things that you could be listening to and watching and doing, especially because we're recording this during COVID-19. This means you and your couch have become like best friends, right? So you're Netflixing and the fact that you took a break from the Cheeto dust that is on your fingers uh, to watch and listen to us means the world to me. So thank you for that. I want to get right to our guest though today. So I'm going to kick us off the way we always do in prayer and get right to it. Uh, if you want to join us, do so. If you're driving and listening to this, don't be cute and close your eyes and try to pray while you're driving. Keep your eyes open, okay? Here we go. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things, and we ask that you bless the show, the sponsors, the guests, just everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. All right. So here is who we have. We've had him on the show before, and you know, like four minutes after he was on our show, he became the biggest name in the world. Now, we're not taking credit for that, okay? Uh, but my good friend, Nick Kozer is probably the most popular meteorologist, uh, maybe on Earth, maybe even on Mars, like probably a few more planets. But uh, just for those of you that know Nick, uh, Nick's like the warm, kind, positive, great human being that you see on social media. He's also that way just 24-7. Like, that's who he is as a person. Also a family man. He's got a really cool son, an awesome wife. Uh, and he's such an inspiration. Nick, my friend, welcome to the show, man. What's up, brother? Dude, I, I always enjoy your intros. Like, <laughs> I really appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you for, for saying those kind words, and I uh, send the same love back your way. You're a warm, cool, funny guy. I, you, uh, no one works a room like you, man. Uh, remember that, remember that uh, event I did a while back? Um, I, you're just really good in front of people. Uh, so, ah, thank yeah. you, man. Well, hey, listen, I want to get into you because um, here's what's inspiring to me. So you have been in news and in media for, for a while. Like, you know, you've been doing this. You're a veteran now. Yeah. And um, but something special happened maybe a year ago. I don't know. I think I just saw a post from you that said it's been a year, but you decided to upload you dancing, you know, because that's what meteorologists do, right? They yeah. do. You were like, let me get outside the box. You dropped a video of you dancing really cool, modern, young people music. Yeah. And, uh, and like two or three people saw that video, right? <laughs> Dude, yeah. how many people? How many people saw that video? I don't know. The, um, the first video, the video you're talking about, yeah. I, I, I uh, dropped on April 3rd of last year. I don't know when I did your show. It must have been in March. Yeah, something um, like that. And uh, I think at this point on Instagram, it's got upwards of like 8 million views. Whoa. Which doesn't, I mean, 8 million is a lot, you know, but on some of these other platforms like YouTube and, and what, and, and now TikTok, you know, yeah. 20, 30 million views is, uh, is considered like a lot. But for Instagram, that's a lot because it's not easy to share <coughs> videos. That's right. Instagram. So yeah, man, it's uh it's been a cool year. <laughs> That's that, sure. man. I've seen all these cool pictures of you being on stages and shows and meeting celebrities and challenging yeah. folks to come be on the show with you and they've said yes, but and I want you to talk about all that, but really the reason I asked you to come back on the show 
is not because you got 8 million views. It's not because you're a great dancer, which you are. I'm a little <laughs> jealous. Okay. A little shade, a little shade over here. Um, but no, the reason I wanted you back on the program is because of what you've done with that platform. Mm. Right. So mm -hmm. what I saw was a man that grew his influence, his sphere of influence, his, his, his overall leadership and ability to connect and communicate. And then what he did with that was encourage and reaffirm people to be optimistic, hopeful, loving, kind. And like you created a movement, I think, mm. in cases. Can you kind of walk us through that? Because I, I don't think I'm wrong. I think that's what you no. did. Yeah, I appreciate you. Again, you're, uh, you're good at this. I, I really love doing your interviews, man, because, yeah, you go a little bit deeper. But, yes, um, you know, the one thing that I really enjoyed about these videos, and, and I wasn't necessarily setting out to do it. I think the best things happen on accident. You know, like the best yep. inventions, they're always on accident. So... I uploaded that video, right? And um, it was well received by, by, by a lot of, I mean, pretty much everybody, you know, yeah. it didn't matter what age or race or creed or where, what part of the world people were from, you know, I felt love and positive vibes coming from everywhere. And um, I was like, dude, this is cool, man. Cause, cause like you mentioned, and, and you're the same way, like um, that's kind of just who we are, you know, that's yeah. kind of what, you and I stand for is, is positive energy, you know, um, doing things for, for a greater good. And so I kept going with it, you know, I uploaded a few more videos and um, same, same thing, you know, I kept on getting, I love the positive energy, you know, the positive, like that positive energy phrase yeah. kept coming up. And then in the comment section, you know, I got a lot of people saying like, um, you're invited to the cookout, <laughs> which, which means, hey man, you're cool. You're cool with us. You know, you can yeah. come over. Doesn't matter if you're white and we're black or Hispanic or whatever. Like, you can meet my family, and you know, we'll all just hang out. And yeah. um, and that was really cool. So, I I, I like that. You know, I thought that was great. And so I was, I've been trying to kind of facilitate that and, and push it forward. You know, and and kind of post things that um you know, are subtly, that subtly maybe push that, that, that message forward, you know? So the one way that I like to do that is in a non-preachy way. So um, I've been wearing t-shirts with bold messages on them, yeah. you know, and, and then taking a picture, wearing these t-shirts and then putting them on my Instagram account. And, um, you know, a couple of them, you know, say things like, um, it's got the word black crossed out, white crossed out, and then human. Yeah. Uh, or, or, you know, like on 9-11, I posted a picture of me wearing a t-shirt that said like, not all Muslims are terrorists and, you know, not all, you know, this, that. And um, those are truly, I mean, it's cool. Trust me, I love doing the dancing videos and um, I like seeing the views go up and I like the positive comments off of those, but honestly, those posts that I just described, you know, the t-shirt posts and the ones with the deeper little meaning are the ones that I, I actually like doing the most, even though they don't necessarily perform the best. Um, because like you said, it just kind of, just kind of just helps society along. You know, I feel like if, if, if I'm doing my little tiny part to, to maybe help society along, then all this isn't, isn't for nothing, you know? Yeah. Well, let me say this to you, man. People are watching 
even when they didn't click the like button or when it didn't say they followed or shared right. or viewed, they're watching, man. They, I promise you that because same thing with me, I, I will get folks that didn't hit like, they didn't comment like my last 20 messages, but then I get private messages where they say something and I, and I'm like, why didn't you hit like so the whole world would know you was in on this? Um, and I, and I, 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 so I want to encourage you, don't ever think, please, brother, don't ever think that we're not watching that stuff. Don't think yeah. that just because it got 6 million views when you were being silly and mm -hmm. 2 million views when you were being less silly, uh, it was still 6 plus million people enjoying it, watching it. You know, it's yeah. just the culture we live in. But Denzel Washington said something that, uh, that was really cool and interesting. You know, and when I quote it, and since Denzel and I look so similar, you know, I mean, <laughs> people don't know that it's him. They think maybe I came up with it. But uh, <laughs> now my man Denzel said, you got to do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And so man. when you do those dance things, mm -hmm. it's not that you got to do that. Yeah, I know you want to, but you mm -hmm. got to do that so that you get to keep doing the right. not black, not white, but human. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you got to get yeah. that audience and keep them. Because yeah. if you just do the black, white, human stuff 24-7, you're going to have less engagement, right? Yeah. Less eyeballs. So you got to keep doing that stuff, man. We need you to keep being silly so that we can really have you do the thing that's making the biggest impact, yeah. which is changing minds and hearts and lives. Yeah, I plan on uh, – there's no shortage of silliness over here. So yes. <laughs> that will always, that'll always be my first love. But, yeah, man, it's like uh, – you know what's really funny is the way that my workload – has sh sort of shifted or mutated since the last year because when I first posted that video, right, I did I did zero dancing. Like, <laughs> I'm not a dancer. I'd never danced yeah. before in my life. So, um, I, I so it, within doing more videos after that, dancing videos, I've had to practice dancing more and more and more because yeah. you always like you know how this goes. Like, you do something and you want to do it better the next time. And That's right. Yeah. And so. I keep on trying to maybe like improve the quality and stuff. And so at a point in time there, you know, so I uploaded that first video in, in early April last year. And then I think by August, my life was probably like 40% work, you know, 20% family stuff and home stuff. And then like 40% uh, just practicing dance moves. <laughs> Dude, I love that was that. like my full-time job and now now that other things are rolling in um the thing that i do the let the least so the thing that i'm most known for is dancing yeah. and that's the thing that i have the let the less time for because it's like work and then all these other side things like speaking engagements and um and events and and yeah. just things you know Kind of get in the way it's, it's just like fu it's funny how that works out where the thing that you're most known for sometimes is the thing you have the least amount of time to do and i think a lot of business people probably know yeah. how that goes no doubt man no doubt uh, tell, tell us a little bit about some of the new things right because actually telling folks about the weather probably commands less time right yeah now yeah. So tell us about some of the cool speaking stuff, man. What are some of the brands you're repping or what's some of the other things? Because, you know, I know you got mad love for the station and you're going to be there for the next 400 years. I get it. That's your people. They helped. They gave you a platform. You know, we're, we're not knocking that, but, but there's yeah. other really cool, wonderful things that you're doing. Right. And, uh, yeah. Kozer brand, the Kozer man. 
yeah. you know, is, is more than just one thing. So tell us about those other things. Sure, man. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm still obviously doing the weather. That's my full-time gig, like you mentioned, and I've been doing it for 14 years. So yeah. it takes me less time to know the weather and, and put together a forecast just because I've, I've done it before for so sure. long. So, um, yeah. in my free time, you know, when I'm not at work, which work is my full-time gig, but yeah. Um, since, since the videos and stuff, um, I launched a little merch line. So yeah. nickcoastermerch.com. I'm actually wearing one of the shirts. This Come on, Drip. Come Drip on, King. Drip King. <laughs> that goes back to the Drip Chronicles, which we That's were talking right. about the last time I was on here. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, stuff like that take, takes up my time. Uh, I got a dude in, um, South Carolina, young, young dude, um, named Adam Allen, who, produces really he's actually the ceo of boring cloth um that's his line but he prints these out for me and so you know stuff like that um i've always every once you know I, i've always got these things that just seem to pop up in chronological order so uh, i had a, I, I danced at an nba game um during uh one of the timeouts in the second quarter of the game in january and you know, just like the travel and stuff with something like that, and the and the practice and the time that goes into it, takes a while, you know. Because for that particular instance, they sent me choreography, and I had to learn it in a couple of days, and then get on a plane and fly there and fly back. So you know, that's like a almost like a three four day commitment to to that one thing, and um, and then you know that's on top of doing the full time gig and trying to keep content out there on the internet, which is the most important thing. Like you said, you got to keep the quality content out That's there right. or else, you know, things start, they don't do this anymore. They kind of do right. that. Yeah. They go down. Yeah. And so really um, this quarantine here has been cool for me. And I, and I know that a lot of people are struggling, you know, I get it. Like you and I were just talking about small businesses are definitely taking a hit. We were talking about that right before we started recording, but um, and I know this is a tough time for, for people like that. And I, my heart goes out to all y'all, man. Um, but for, for creative people, um, artists, whatever, I think this is, this has been great, you know, cause you can really sit down and focus on stuff. So my new, um, obsession <laughs> has become that app TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I really think that, I mean, that platform has grown in popularity big time. And um, so I'm working on understanding that and and just tr trying to dive into that world because, you know, a lot of people I think right now are like, oh, TikTok is for kids. You know, it's all high school people, which m might be true. But in my opinion, you know, a social platform is a social platform and, and learning it is a skill, you know, yeah. it's a valuable skill in this day and age. So, so th during this quarantine, it's been my personal goal to make three videos for TikTok per day. Okay. And, and uh, I've been doing pretty good at that. I've been doing, I'm growing my following there. I'm close. I'm closing in on my Instagram following and my TikTok following. I'm at like 900K on TikTok right now. Um, what, and, what, do you, what do you attribute that to? Did you, uh, did you go on Instagram and say, come follow me over here? And they all did that? Well, a little bit. Um, a little bit of that, you know, but it's a whole dude. TikTok is a whole new like beast. It's not like Instagram. Um, I mean, on the outside looking in, it's 
it's a and I'm and I'm sharing this TikTok information by the way because I know that uh, you're a business guy, Titus, and and you appeal to a lot of business people. And I think the sooner that you're able to, especially if you have a business that maybe targets younger people or millennials, even um, TikTok is a great way to advertise. You that's know, right. yeah, um, that's right. so so if you can kind of hack their culture on TikTok, you can reach a lot of you know it's a whole new demographic, and that's a hard demographic to reach, by the way, the young kids. Yeah, so, sure. Um, it's basically TikTok is basically like a 15 second Instagram story. Yeah, you know that's pretty vertical video, fifteen seconds. So that's pretty much what it is. And and so you know I've been just kind of learning what works on that platform um, versus what works on Instagram. And there are different trends and different different pieces of music that they allow you to attach to video. And um, yeah, I don't know what I can attribute it to. Some of it probably is the clout from Instagram. You know that carries over. You got the blue check mark, brother. What's that? You got the blue check mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, it's been hard. I mean, it's hard work. It's hard work to to grow a, a to, like I you know totally started from scratch from zero, um, and, and to grow an account is um, it's hard work, man. It takes consistency and it takes like dedication, you know. Yeah, just like anything else. Yeah. Started from the bottom. Now we here. Shout out yeah. to Drake. Drake. Yeah. And we know he listens to the show. Anyway. Um, <laughs> No, I love that, man. And I think to all of our business listeners out there, um, if you're not on Instagram, if you're not on Facebook, if you're not on TikTok, if you're not in social media, if you're not a part of that culture, then you're missing out. In fact, to be quite honest, if you weren't building that audience prior to COVID-19, then you did not have that audience to talk to during COVID-19 while everybody was glued to their screens, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so I think that when you came on the show last time, you were, you were talking about how important social media is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you weren't predicting that everyone would be stuck at their house looking at social media all day, one day, but yeah. you were saying people are only going to be on their devices more tomorrow than they were yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And why keep fighting it? So I love right. that brother. And now you're talking about the diversity, diversifying your social media, me yeah. being everywhere. How important is it to, you know, let's say we have businesses that are like, well, I got a really good Facebook presence. Yeah. Nah, I'm really big on Instagram. How important is it to have an audience in all of the ecosystems? Right. Cause it's not, they're not all the same people watching yeah. on all of them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough, that's a, that's a tight line to walk. You know, it's like, because there's so many, in my opinion, there's four, you got, you got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then and then TikTok now. Um, I'm not a huge Twitter guy. Uh, I, I think Twitter is, of all four of them, probably not the most important. It's probably at the bottom of the list. Facebook is, here's the thing about Facebook and Instagram. Um, it's hard to gain more followers because they're such established social networks. You know, they've been around for years. People aren't necessarily looking to expand their horizons they're kind of like set in their ways you know um it's difficult it's difficult to gain 50 new followers on instagram you know it's difficult to get 100 new friends or followers on facebook but the thing about tiktok right now is it's so new people are are open to you know they're they're growing their account they're growing what they they're 
they're dabbling in what they like and what they think is cool and who they want to follow. So it's much easier right now to get a thousand followers on TikTok than it is on any other platform because it's so Ooh. new. Yeah. And yes, uh, Facebook is for an older crowd. Obviously, you know, everybody's on Facebook sure. and they all, and everybody got on Facebook because their kids started on Facebook and they wanted to make sure their kids weren't doing anything dumb on Facebook. Right. Yeah, yeah. Then Instagram came along. Same thing. The younger kids did that. And then the older generation followed. And now here we are with that. And I'm telling you, history repeats itself. So TikTok is for young kids now, but we're all going to be on it here yeah. in a year or two. And, and so, yeah, I mean, so I would say those three platforms, those are the only three that I really put a lot of stock into Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, because you've got the older generation, you've got like the middle kind of older millennials, and then TikTok is for the young people. And I mean, if you're a business, you know, you know who your audience is. So, you know, pick what you sink the most time into based on that, you know, based on that knowledge. But yeah, I think, you know, if, if you're not on social, man, you're just, you're not, you don't have both of your paddles in the water. Um, I personally, yeah, yeah, you got, if you're rowing your boat with one paddle and you're just, you're not going to get as far. So, um, I, I only like, I seriously make most of my decisions to purchase something based on social media stuff. I mean, especially when it comes to restaurants or clothing, like, if it's cool, if it looks cool to me, or if someone says something about it, I immediately check out the Instagram account, you know? Wow. Okay. Um, so that's what I do. And I know a lot of people that my wife is like that, you know, the, the crowd that I hang with is, is like that too. So that's just, that's just a kind of a new way of life that, you know, it might be new to, to some people, but, um, that it is what it is, man. So you might as well yeah. just embrace it instead of saying, ah, that's not how it should be. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? No, and I mean, how true, how true is that in so many categories, Nick, where, you know, people, I guarantee you when somebody came out with the wheel, folks were like, man, that's stupid. That's yes. so dumb. Yeah. You know, and look at that stupid wheel. If you let go of it, it's going to roll down the hill. You got to go chasing it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I know. Right? I mean, people do that all the time, man. Yeah. It's like people are innately, it's so, it's so comfortable to hate. Yes. Right? It's just like, you don't have to put any work. You don't, nobody has classes. We actually have classes for love, like yeah. learning love languages, <laughs> learning how to be compassionate, empathy courses. <laughs> I can't find a hate the dude that, that lives next to you class. Like, there's, no, <laughs> there's no throw shade 101 in college. Yeah. Like we, we don't have to teach people, man. It's so clean. It's so organic yeah. for them. Why do you think, why do you think folks are so quick and it's so easy for them to hate and be grumpy and negative? Why do you think we don't need classes, man? Dude, you know, I don't know. We live in a society. The problem is like being negative is somehow perceived as cool. Yeah. I, I don't get it. You know, it's like being a jerk, being doubtful, uh, you know, tearing somebody down, I think is being is perceived as cool. Yeah. And, and, and being positive and complimentary is seen as like weak and I don't get it. You know, it's so the opposite. Yeah. So I, the opposite. And um, I you, just man. think that's what it is. I think just a lot of people are too cool to be positive and, and, uh, and joyful and just outwardly warm, you know, 
And um, I, I hope that maybe one day as a society, we can, we can change that and turn that ship around. But I honestly just think that's what it is, you know, and um, it is what it is, you know, it, it might never change, but um, I don't want to live my life that way. And uh, I know, I know a lot of people that don't want to either. So um, yeah, uh, unfortunately, you know, especially, especially as you're younger, I think it's, it's cooler to be, you know, more negative. The older you get, I think then you start to appreciate things more. So yeah, it becomes yeah. a little easier to, to see the other side of everything. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess your, your guess is as good as mine. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, I mean, I think number one, you're right. When we're younger, we, we subscribe to and, and prescribe to a certain thing. And then we kind of stick with that. It becomes our habit. And like, let's look at, for instance, uh, boys and girls, right? So the little girl comes home and she's like, mommy, daddy, you know, Tommy keeps hitting my arm in class. And what do we tell her? We say, Oh, well, he, he probably likes you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's probably, he's probably messing with you a little bit. He makes fun of me a little bit. He, he pokes me when no one's look. It's probably cause he likes you got a little crush on you. Right. Yep. And then, so that creates an ecosystem where it's okay mm. to be mean physically, mentally, and emotionally, because it probably means something else. Yeah. When, I, when, when what we should do is say, like we do this with my son all the time. We'll say, Noah, use your words, mm. right? So when he gets ag aggressive or angry or he wants to express himself, we tell him to use his words, like, cause it stimulates all parts of your brain when you have to talk. Yeah. Right. You don't have to think to scratch yourself. Like when you're like that right there, you know, is itchy, but when you have to talk about it, it stimulates all of your, your being. And as a coach, I talk to people all the time about emotional IQ. Mm. and how valuable that is to really you can't grow yourself until you know yourself and you can't know yourself unless you're asking thought-provoking internal questions right yeah so i think that the reason that we become adults that don't find it cool is because we don't point it out as young people yeah and as parents we really it's our responsibility to say that's not cool. Like we're the ones who dictate cool. Mm -hmm. We feel that we're not cool to our kids. Mm -hmm. And so therefore we think we have no business identifying what cool is to them. Yeah. It's not, it's not up to them to tell us whether or not we're cool. Right. And, you know, we're the ones that shape their worldview. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. If you're not shaping your children's worldview, here's the secret sauce. Ready? Be more involved with your kid <laughs> like just, <laughs> what? Just, just hang out with them more like Wait i noticed i noticed you and this is for real man you have such a cool relationship with your son and and here's i've only seen you in person with your son i think twice right only hmm. but i've seen you online and social media with videos but every time you're with him um correct me if i'm wrong i think you use the term dude right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So like you use terminology, dude, man, buddy, like you talk to him, mm -hmm. you almost elevate his position, mm. bring him to a more eye level situation with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but what I can tell you is the relationship that I see that you have with your son mm. is one of more reciprocity, you know, just mm. mutual exchange. Yeah. 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 And I think that obviously you probably find that line of respect. I'm, just, I'm still your dad before I'm your buddy, but yeah. I think you've, you've convinced him that you guys are friends 
Yeah. And there's this equal level of respect and love. Yeah. You're cool because of that. Yeah. Well, again, I appreciate that. True. I appreciate you picking up on that. I um I do say the word dude to basically everybody. Uh, <laughs> and I said yeah, you, <laughs> you don't you don't you don't exclude him from that because he's true. Little, yeah. Right? I yeah. call I call my GM dude and I call him dude. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, no, I I I think that uh, I don't know, you know, as the generations turn over, you know, there's different ways of parenting and stuff, and I think the way that our parents got raised and then they how they raised us. You know that that shifted a little bit and that that evolved and so I think uh, instead of like my whole thing about parenting is instead of you know the 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 just the you know I'm the dad you listen to me and if you don't you're gonna get punished and, and, yeah. and that's that I I rather would would rather come at it um, from like a place of yeah man we're you and I are we're in this together. We're, we're buds, you know, obviously I'm here to guide you and um, I, I want to do it like subtly. Kids don't respond to, they don't respond to anything that's in your face. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you tell them something, at least when I was a kid, if you tried to tell me something, I want to do the exact opposite, you know? So I like the idea of planting a seed in my son's head more than flat out telling them, you know, like, Hey, what do you think about, uh, man, wouldn't it be cool? You know, during quarantine is a good example. Like these kids, they've got nothing but time. They're basically off from school until like, you know, in my opinion, probably not until next year. Yeah. So to get them to use their brain is you can't tell them, Hey, go read a book. So my wife and I devised this plan where we we were like, you know what, dude, we showed him some videos of Rube Goldberg machines, which the old Tom and Jerry thing where like the ball goes down the shelf and it hits the thing and blah, blah, blah. So that that's that takes a lot of thinking, man. That's like physics and you know, it takes brain power to put one of those together. So we were like, Yeah, if he does if he does that, he's basically like learning, you know, and it's fun and cool, you know, and we took a video of it and everything. So that's that's kind of how we come at it is we we subtly parent him. You know, we kind of trick him into thinking we're just hanging out, but you know, really we're trying to we're we're planting seeds of uh hopefully, you know, good values and things that'll blossom into success. And, and plus he's just a good kid anyways, you know, he, he's, he's been a very chill dude from day one, but um, so we're lucky in that aspect, but yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of our, our strategy with him, you know, love it. We're talking with Nick Kozer, nationally known meteorologist, uh, social media influencer right here on Solutions from the Huddle. Real quick, before we get back to talking uh, with Nick about his parenting and influencing skills, which it's pretty clear he beats his children. Um, before we get back to that, I'm just kidding. I want to say thank you real quick to some of our sponsors that support our program. Rockbox Fitness in Riverwalk, Rock Hill, we appreciate them. MS Digital Solutions. Uh, speedy oil change, both in Pineville and Spartanburg. We love those guys. Mobile smash rooms right here in Lake Norman. And of course, our good friends at Easy Living Technologies, an audio video company that can help you stay connected, get connected, be connected. Uh, thank you to all those folks. We're talking with Nick Hoser on Solutions from the Huddle. Nick, we were talking about parenting. And really, I think what's really cool about that is when we're talking about parenting, really, I guess, aren't we really talking about influence? Like that's, mm, yeah. that's what we're talking about. And and you said something that that hit me right square in the chest. Like, 
because I say it with clients all the time. If you tell somebody what to do, I think in that exact moment, like the moment the words come out of your mouth, you stop influencing people immediately. Mm -hmm. Like you can't tell people what to do and influence them at the same time. Yeah. And so I'm a person of faith. And so I, I mean, I quote the Bible all the time, but there's this really cool part of the Bible. The Bible says faith, uh, it talks about what the definition of faith is. And it says faith is the absence of things seen yet. You still have belief. Mm -hmm. So what is the definition of influence? I oftentimes tell people, well, maybe influences the, absence of giving direction yet people still follow mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so tell me a little bit more about how you influence people you kind of shared a little bit with your son yeah. right if i tell him go read a book no influence right yeah. so how do you get folks to follow without giving them direction well like if if i was going to give advice to an influencer the le you know, in my opinion, like the less obvious, the better, you know, um, with my dancing videos, you know, I am not sitting there telling you watch Fox 46, not at all. That's, I don't even talk, you know, so none of that verbiage is ever spoken, but I'm just having a little bit of fun in front of the Fox 46 logo That's right. there. You, you have you have your own choice of whether or not to uh, subscribe to it or not, but you know, in the meantime, I'm I'm dancing, <laughs> you know, and it's very, I mean, it's it's subtle, it, maybe it's not subtle because the sign is huge and it's behind me, but um, it's not it's not in your face, you know. There's a million promos for news stations out there that are like, watch us because you know and. I don't know. I think if I was giving advice to a media, social media influencer, you know, you'll see a lot of these videos where people are very clearly, they have a product and it was probably sent to them. And, you know, they have, they have to say these certain things about it. And it's just like, so obvious that they're just kind of spouting, you know, they act like they love it, but who knows if they really do or not. Maybe they do, but you know, they're like, you've got it. This is the best product. Go here and do this. And, and for me, the way I purchase things or the way that I, I ultimately decide if I want something or not is like, if I see it on somebody, like just, you know, shoes, for example, like if I see, if I see somebody doing, you know, just walking around and I like a pair of shoes and they're wearing it in a cool way with a cool outfit, or if I see them like talking or doing something on, on an Instagram video, um, and 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 whatever they're doing is cool and the shoes look good or whatever then i then i want the shoes you know yeah i think the best influence is is the stuff that's never spoken it's just like mm. you know it, it's it's almost like sleight of hand you know here's here's what you really want to push but look at look at this over here and eventually you'll get drawn to that yeah and i think commercials and stuff on tv you know some of them have to be direct but I think, I think that's the most powerful way of doing things is like subtly, it's almost like product placement, you know, like yeah. the, the focus of the video doesn't have to be telling people how awesome something is. That's something right. awesome can be happening while the product just happens to be in plain sight. Yeah, man, that's powerful. I like that. That's, that's so insightful. Yeah. Um, you know what I, I noticed that when you do the dance uh, videos, you're in front of the Fox 46 logo. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out Fox 46. Awesome. We love them. They're great. Yes, sir. Um, but 
you've got your merch, right? You've got your shirts. Yeah. I always see you're wearing the suit. Are we ever yeah. going to see you with dress pants, dress shoes, but your merchandise shirt? Maybe. You no. Know, because uh, uh, that could be uh, subtle, right? Yeah, I'm not directly allowed to. There is some there is some le- legalities towards me doing that. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not necessarily allowed to do that, but I don't think I don't think I would ever I would ever do that. I you know I try to I, I've done posts that are all about my merch before, and um, I don't know. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out a good way. Like what you're saying there would. Be a, would be a really good way to probably subtly advertise those but um that's not the merch is not necessarily my number one priority you know i'm not i'm not necessarily looking to sell those right now so i haven't given that a ton of time and thought um on how to sell and and and, and advertise that obviously my number one job is the weather you know and, and fox 46 stuff um but yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, How can somebody get uh, that merchandise, though, if they want to? Let's be really subtle by giving them the exact way to get it. No, seriously, because yeah, people want to support you, man. How yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. NickCoasterMerch.com. So it's K-O-S-I-R. There's a, um, if you look in my bios and stuff, there's links. But I love the shirts. I'm wearing, I wear them all the time. See, my thing with, with shirts and stuff, and I'm really picky about all that, is, is, the one like the ones that I always reach for in the closet, they are they always hold their shape and they're always comfortable. And that's what these are. These shirts are. They're they're really comfy. They they're not too tight, but they're not like tarps. Yeah. And um they're just cool to wear around the house. So so yeah, man, if, if you like good comfy shirts, these are the ones, man. Simple designs. Love it. Nickcoser.com, K-O-S-I-R.com. Is that right? Nick Coser Merch, M-E-R-C-H-F. Sorry, Nick Coser Merch. Um, So what are some of the other projects? And, and, you know, we're we're coming here on the back nine. We've only got a few more minutes left here in our show. But what's some of the um, other projects that Nick Coser is working on? We already know that he's he's conquered news weather. Like, that's done. We got it, okay? Um, The greatest of all time. The GOAT, right? This is straight (laughs) up the GOAT. We we got it. I'll take Um, it. Dance moves right? Yeah. White dude in a, in a suit, best dancer, best white guy in a suit ever, like done. <laughs> all right. Timber, Justin Timberlake, maybe number two, right? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> remember when JT, remember when JT was wearing that suit? Yeah. Maybe Killed he's it. got you beat. Okay. Yeah, for so, sure. But you, you've won that, right? Yeah. Merch. I love the, I love the logos. I love the simplicity of it. Super yeah. chill, super cool, uh, smart, thought provoking. So you're basically, you know, a triple threat. But what's the fourth thing? What, what well, else? What's the next project for Nick? Um, there are, um, I don't know. There's a couple. There's a couple opportunities that I'm. One in particular that I'm really excited about. I don't think I would love to sit here and talk all about it. Um, okay. Yeah. But but I can't because I haven't run it by my bosses yet, and it's still very much like a like a just a conversation. Um, but, but I think the future of, of TV and the future of, of entertainment in general is less of, um, how do I say this? I think the internet is really going to drive more of what we see on TV rather than the opposite. I mean, it already kind of is, 
you know, the opposite. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about news or weather or, or traffic that always is going to be, I think how it is right now. But in terms of entertainment, I think we're going to see less of TV driving what we see from the internet. And I think we're going to see more of the internet driving what we see on TV. Okay. And, and I don't know if that makes any sense. Sure. But, um, that that's something that that's along the lines of maybe an opportunity that I have coming up here in the future. So <laughs> I don't want to say too much. Who knows? I might not even be able to do this thing, but if it's not this thing, I hope it'll be something else because like I said, I think the internet going here on out is going to be like, I, I mean, it already is King, but I think it's just going to become more mainstream, you know, and more of what we see on, on TV. Yeah. I like it. We're talking with Nick Kozer right here on Solutions from the Huddle, and we just heard Nick's next project, uh, which is basically the most cryptic, non-descriptive, uh, no-spoiler alert thing yeah. in the history. This is breaking news coming right here from Solutions from the Huddle. We just broke right here on the show absolutely yeah. nothing mm. about Nick Kozer's next steps, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, I love it. Hey, let's end the show this way. Uh, thanks for being on the program. I appreciate you. You are a friend. You are a local community leader. You're a beacon of hope and inspiration. You're a lighthouse, man. And, um, and if you could give our audience just one last tip, maybe one last call to action, you know, uh, what's the closing comments from Nick? Because, man, it may be a year before I can get you with your busy schedule back on the program, but um, one more word of advice or something from you to the world. What is it? Uh, just be nice to people, man. <laughs> that's, that's all it boils down to. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> that's it. Uh, th yeah. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, Nick, thanks for being on the program, man. We appreciate you, brother. Hey man, always a pleasure. You are the best interviewer I've ever been <laughs> interviewed by for real. I, I love, I love what you're doing with your platform and, um, every guest that's on your show is lucky to be there. So if, if you listeners, um, if you listeners like what you hear, maybe, maybe you're, you're listening because I brought you here, but I hope you stay for more Titus. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.